0: or selling a home is a big decision that's why you need an experienced real estate agent that listens knows the area and understands market conditions hi i'm david jones the owner of fo bailey real estate and that is what we do help you navigate what is likely the biggest investment you will ever make Good morning, David. Good morning, Raymond Richardson. How are we doing today? I
1: am fabulous in every way possible.
0: Yeah, you know, one of the biggest questions I've been asked lately is that how are interest rates going to affect our market? Uh, it's Because it's, the Federal Reserve is meeting today, and we widely
1: expect them to raise interest rates another three-quarter another point. Another
0: three-quarters of a point. And so, you know, it, it's definitely having an effect. Uh, I, I can tell you that on, on the lower price homes where people are buying a payment, you know, when you go from paying two to two and a half percent to five and a half to six and a half percent, you know it's 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 a big difference in your payment. It's a huge difference in your payment. So, and I don't know, you know, that they'll come down or where the, you know where the where this, you know, where this is going to end. If we had a crystal ball, I'd tell you all. But
1: well, we have a Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell, who I believe is using a playbook from the 1950s, right, or maybe right. the 1970s when we had 21 percent interest rates but we're in a very different situation here they're raising interest rates to cool off the economy so that inflation will die down but the economy has receded in the first quarter and in the second quarter mm-hmm. it's not an overheated economy
0: no it's definitely not an overheated economy you know and we've seen you know prices skyrocketing so we got you know higher interest rates and we have you know, higher prices, you know homes that were two fifty are now five hundred thousand homes that were five hundred thousand are now a million dollars i mean it's it just it's happened, and you know Maine was behind the you know the ball and we're still you know if you look at our our prices versus other states, we're still a cheap date we're still a good buy, and people are coming here as a result of that, and there's just not enough inventory to meet the demand because people want to get out of the cities. They want to get out of the uh, congested areas because they don't know what's going to happen, and they see Maine as a safe harbor. So it's still a good time to sell. But then it's like, what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? Uh, you know. So we're, we're you know what we're the answer to the question about how are interest rates going to affect real estate is it's going to slow us down. It's going to slow down a lot of people, first time home buyers that were you know you know scraping together to make that payment, you know trying to live the American dream. They want to, you know, buy a home, but, but then they're not going to be able to afford it, and they're going to be forced to rent. And so, which is another reason why multi units today are so expensive. We're selling multi units at an unprecedented um, uh, price per unit, and it's all because people cannot afford to buy homes. Right. So, uh, and, and you know, if you, if a five hundred thousand dollar home at six percent interest. Do the math. It's it's not a you know it's not a payment that everybody can afford. We've seen you know skyrocketing prices on everything. I don't care whether it's gas or oil or milk or bread or eggs. Everything is raised up in prices and interest. You know, just raising the interest rate uh, just to try and you know offset that. I, I don't see the sense in it. It makes no sense to me. I'm not an economist. I'm a real estate guy. That's what I do. I sell real estate.
1: Well you don't have to be right. an economist right. to understand what's going on here. Inflation is running rampant because mm. the government is printing money that has no backing behind exactly. it. Exactly. So it's just paper money, that's all it is. But the and you know, it would be different if we had a robust economy. But we don't have a robust economy and everybody who actually lives outside of the bubble of being elected or associated with an elected person knows this walking around Americans know that we don't have a robust economy here. And, you know, I I, I was going to bring this up earlier and I'll just bring it up now. So we had the grandkids yesterday Mm -hmm. and after Carter was finished with dance, she wanted to go to McDonald's. Mm -hmm. So I haven't been inside of McDonald's in 20 years. I mean, I was. Really? I, I, no, I don't. No. I never go. I mean, I, it's not that That's I don't. That's my there.
0: number one staple. We go ahead.
1: I like their fries, and yeah. they do have sweet tea, and yeah. they do pretty good with the yeah. sweet tea. So, yeah. you know, we might slide through and get a sweet tea because just beats the heck out of making yeah. it. Um, but I hadn't been in, so we went in. At McDonald's, who used to be really cheap. A Big Mac, a fry, and a small Coke. Guess how much money? $12. Well, it was 10, 9, 10 19. Yeah, yeah. Ten nineteen. 19 Yeah, it's insane. And I, it was just blown like, away. What happened
0: to the 99-cent McDonald's? get a burger, fries, and a Coke.
1: Yeah, it, I, right. I mean, because they can't. Yeah, they because can't. Because they're having to pay people so much yeah. money because the available yeah. workforce has dropped. Because let's oh, face it, they're,
0: they're paying them seventeen fifty an hour, starting wage. I mean, well, and the five guys who? they're paying twenty bucks
1: an hour. Let's face it, white people don't want to work. Yeah. I mean, I just I know people don't like when I say it, but let's just tell the truth. Can we just tell the truth? White people don't want to work.
0: Uh, uh, where are they? Yeah, how are they're they, just not how working. Are they, how are they surviving? Is and, the, is the and question.
1: People get all mad when I say this, mm. but truth makes people mad. Yeah. They would much rather live in a crazy bubble. So here's what we've got going on here. We have rising wages because of a dearth of a workforce, which is driving up the price of everything. And and we have demand that is outpacing supply because we're dependent on China and other places like that. And we're not manufacturing goods in this country. But what we don't have is a growing economy. We don't. Our GDP is not growing. And Jerome Powell, the Federal Reserve chairman, and we knew he was going to do this, because if you go back and read what he's said over the years and what he's written over the years, he thinks the only way to do anything is mm. to raise interest rates, to tank the economy, to stop demand so supply catches up and then prices come down. But we don't have an overheated economy.
0: No, and we don't have the people producing the materials. No, so we, we do
1: not. Right. And those are the realities right. that these people in Washington who are stuck in their little silly bubble... But they keep, you know, look, he's a retread. Jerome Powell's a retread. Yeah. And so what happens here, we just keep getting the same old people with the same bad ideas. And that's what's happening here. And so what's happening in real estate now You know, prices are staying pretty stable. That's what I'm hearing from everybody, not just here, but elsewhere. Yeah, I haven't
0: seen devaluation at all. Yeah. But there's a reason for that, mm.
1: and that's because we don't have housing stock. Right, exactly. If we had adequate housing stock, prices would plummet. There's no doubt, but and it, you don't have housing stock.
0: And you look at the subdivisions that are being built. They're selling out. In Falmouth, there was a, a subdivision that was built off of uh, one, Mountain Road and uh, Route 100, or 26. And um, they, you know, there's, I don't know, maybe 50 homes. Six hundred thousand dollars, right, for a house, and you know they're they're good looking little colonial homes, but I mean that's where you're at. so the subdivisions that are going up are selling out as fast as they as they're started, and but the material costs are are sky high. I'm paying twice as much for everything that I every stick of lumber, every piece of plywood that I go ahead and I put into a building. you know I've just built that house over there in, in Wyndham. I finished those condos up in Lincolnville, and the costs were skyrocketing. You know, skyrocketing. I mean, we're talking, at uh, one time I was paying $104 for a, sh- a sheet of three quarter inch Advantech. Which I is mean, crazy. Well, it is was crazy. $36, all right? So $104 versus 36 bucks when you start the project.
1: So you take a $300,000 mortgage. Just a few months ago, you could get a 4.5% interest rate. Yeah. That's a $1,520 payment on a mm-hmm. $300,000 mortgage. If you go now to 6.5%, which is kind of where we are in the market. Six and a half, Six, maybe yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, Six and a half. It's $1,896. It's almost $400 a month more. Right. Or $5,000 a year more for the exact same house, mm. but because of what the Fed is doing.
0: Well, but I will say this, though. There's no better place to spend your money than on your house.
1: No, there's no right. question about it. But the point is, this is unnecessary. Right. No, it and is it is unnecessary. changing the market.
0: And, and it, it's sad to see it happening, uh, you know, because it's it's just across the board. It but $5,000
1: a month could be the difference between somebody being able to buy a home and not a year, buy a home. Yeah, 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 I mean yeah, a year. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. 5000 a year could be that. Well, 5000 a month would be a difference for a lot of people. <laughs> $5,000 a year, $400 yeah. a month could be the difference for a lot of people
0: right yeah now and you, you know you wonder where it's going to end well right now we're still a cheap date there's still opportunity there to yeah. buy there there are homes they are few and far between you got to have a good broker that go ahead that works for you to get you the deal so you're not standing there you know in line waiting you got to get the deal when it comes right hot off the press so, you know, and, you know, we're, we're still getting, you know, multiple offers on some yeah, properties that right. are priced correctly, you know. What we do is we price them a little bit lower, and we get a lot of more people looking at it, and then they end up with, most in most cases, you know, uh, multiple bids or offers on the property. So, uh, you know, they're there. And despite I mean, I interest what, rates right. uh, increase, I mean, people, you know, are, are still buying. I
1: right? think what people need to realize here is is that there are still deals out there. There, there are. There's no question um, but the market has gone back to what we would call normalcy. What was going on before and you were getting fifty offers and thirty offers you know forty I mean, offers yeah you right. know i i I remember Connor showed a place in Portland, and it was crazy. And he had over 100 showings in like four days. It was right. insane. And he
0: had 34 offers come in on that property. Yeah. And then uh, out of the 34 offers, he had, se- I think, seven offers that had escalation clauses on them. So, you know, which is another whole facet. Absolutely. Of and to analyze I mean, those.
1: I remember one of the realtors here during this segment, um, I, either late last year or beginning of this year. They had an escalator clause of hundred and fifty thousand dollars.
0: Sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, they you know, so, so those kind of things aren't really happening as yeah. much anymore. We're getting into more of a normal real estate market, but the concern is is if the Federal Reserve continues on and we get into double digit interest rates. That is going to crash the market. People aren't going to buy ten percent.
0: And, and res- the residential, I think, is going to be the one that's uh, hit the hardest. I think. Can with the, yeah, you're you right. Know, I mean, that's uh, that's the one I see where you know you're going to see the biggest slowdown. But well, because Maine is still so desirable, right? We, I think we'll offset that quite a bit. You know. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, look, the, the market here in Maine should continue to be strong, unless something crazy happens. Mm. Because for no other reason. There is a desire here, and we don't have housing stock. So there's a demand without supply.
0: Right. And it's a beautiful place to live. You yeah, and I know that. I mean, oh, yeah. I moved up here, here 25 years ago uh, to the great state of Maine. And, uh, you know, I think your wild point horses of co- can't yeah. drag me out of here. I think your point
1: on commercial property is a really good one because businesses have more flexibility, they can maneuver things. So if things should cost a little more to do, they can find ways to work around that, so there is a little more flexibility with commercial. Property. And,
0: and banks don't make money unless they lend money. Well, that's okay. it. So now with a commercial deal, you know, you know your your downstream your down payment is much more than on right. a residential property. So the bank's property, liability is yeah, and so the banks exactly so that's offset. And you know, so they have to put the money out on the street. And then you look out all at, at the um, people that are buying you know, on commercial real estate. A lot of them have you know cash and it's sitting in the bank, and it's not making them any money so if they buy something at a you know six or seven or eight cap you know they're making you know a lot more money than they would by having it sitting in the bank yeah so it's when money's bet. sitting
1: on the sidelines it Doesn't, isn't doing anything gotta, you got to put the money yeah. to
0: work so commercial real estate in that respect i think do good. commercial real estate multi-units i mean we could sell all those we could get our hands on right now every single one it's just you know there's so many people that want to buy uh, and it just they they we get calls every day and as a broker that you know sells that kind of real estate we're like you know it's kind of frustrating because we're not able to fill that fill that uh, that need it just you know and they're not you know small opportunities these are people who want to spend you know 10 15 20 30 million dollars to right. buy real estate here in Maine and when you say well I'm sorry there's nothing out there we can put you into you're like ah. Uh, why right. you know so we're as if you had that opportunity you know maybe five years ago you could have filled the bill in no time at all and and
1: you know. I think the point's well made money isn't doing anything when it's sitting on the sidelines you got to put money to work it's no different than a shovel you got a shovel if you're not using it dig a hole yeah Shovel's useless to you. Right. Same thing with money. If it's just sitting there not working, it's, it's not, doing help, any good. not doing you, and, you or know, anybody else any
0: good. Yeah, what people uh, seem to forget is that money is nothing more than a tool. Right. It's a tool, that's, and if you're smart and you utilize it in the right way, you can make more money with it. Right? And buying real estate is my, I don't care what, you know, there's nothing in this world I believe in more than real estate. You know, bonds and treasury bills and, you know, CDs are their thing, basically a thing of the past, I think. Uh, you know, why would you take that money when you can invest it into a, a property You get appreciation? Plus, you, you know, you, you have uh, the use of a property that's there for you uh, if it's a primary physical residence or as a rental property. So it's still a good time, and I think it'll it'll always be a good time to buy here in Maine. I mean, it, it's all the numbers say that this is the place people want to be, and now we you know just got to have the the uh, uh, inventory to fill fill that bill. It's a you know it's it's a double edged sword in a lot of ways. People say, well, interest rates are five or six or seven percent. But bottom line is, if the numbers work and you can rent it out, the rent we're getting on on a single family home now is thirty five hundred to four thousand dollars on a you know a three or four bedroom home, depending on where it's at. So you you know look at what your payment is. So you're, you're still good. They're renting two bedroom apartments in Portland at 2250 to to twenty seven hundred fifty dollars a month for a two bedroom apartment. Efficiencies are at fifteen eighteen hundred dollars a month for efficiency apartments, one bedrooms. So uh, you know the opportunities there, and I, I you know, as, as much as I'd like to see interest rates at two percent, three percent, they're not there. You know, and if you're interested in buying, you should still don't don't wait. You know what I mean, you could, you know, because if if here's one, I've had a lot of people say to me, well, uh, maybe I'll wait till they are lower. Why would you wait? One, you buy it, okay, as long as you can make the numbers work within your pocketbook. And, but if the interest rates do go down, you can refinance. Right, right. Well, that's it. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. Um, but I would be
1: careful about getting stuck in an arm. You know, adjustable. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm
0: not a big fan of adjustable rate mortgages. People get into right. so much trouble yeah. with that you yeah.
1: remember back when we had the oh, yeah. uh, the bust here in '08. Mm. So many people were in these 228 loans where they got a fixed rate for two years, mm. and then it was an adjustable rate for 28, and then all of a sudden, Bang. you know, their mortgage payment goes up three or four hundred dollars. And then they're in trouble.
0: Bye-bye. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so
1: that's one of the things that, you know, those are loans. that just didn't yeah. make any sense. I,
0: I, I like fixed-rate mortgages. You know, if you can afford a 15-year versus a 30, you save a tremendous amount of money over those 15 years that you're not making payments on. Uh, if you can bite the bullet. I don't think there's any better uh, place to put your money than real estate ever. It's, it's, well, it's the, it's the it's best It's proven investment. over
1: time that, it, you know. It does just be smart, some, and that's what we do. It has some peaks and valleys, but mm. over time, over any ten-year period, yeah. it's a solid investment. Yeah. And, and we, well, plus, let's face it, the dirt doesn't leave.
0: No, we 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 don't want to we don't want to um, uh, just put somebody in a house. We want to put in, put you in the right home or the right investment, and and that's what we do. We analyze it and look. There's you know you look at property values and how they've increased, and and people that bought homes from us two years ago, how they could flip them now and still make. You know, a hundred thousand dollars, one hundred fifty thousand dollars. I mean, that's right? the
1: key. It wants somebody in a home that not only is their castle, but something mm. they can live in, and yeah. stay in. You yeah. know, buying your dream home is wonderful, but if you can only afford it under right. the best circumstances, right. if trouble comes, you're in trouble. So you got to have a realtor who understands who you really are and what you're doing.
0: Right. And you know, that, that's I think where, that's the, where experience comes from. That's exactly right. The, the team and the, and the people that we have are experienced brokers. They understand. You know what goes on. They've seen it. Not me, I've been through four recessions and one depression. Is what I'll call that one. The yeah, last 08. one we had. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was a nightmare. So it was you know, rugged, wasn't it? It was a rugged, rugged, rugged time. And I don't see, I don't see us going to that again because too many people refinanced at the lower rates right now. So you know, there's a lot of people there. Uh, you know, you know, just two percent money. How do you lose?
1: I mean, it's basically free money. It's free money. We have got to run. You can find out more by going to FOBaileyRealEstate.com. Go to FOBRE.com. Call David or one of his agents at 207-781-1111. Or you can call David personally at 207-650-3455. What's important here at Moody's is we have a lot of opportunity for upward
0: mobility. Moody's definitely helped me through. Um, They sent me to school. I got my degree in business.